We are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Hey, huge fan. Been following for a while. Just have a quick question. By any chance, are you former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco? For the 217th time, I'm not Joe Flacco. This is not Joe Flacco, the podcast. Joined, as always, the boys, Doug and Trevor. Yo, yo. Uh, just finished watching Ravens Bucks. I've got the condensed game version playing here in the background, just in case I missed any play. Um, how are we doing, guys? Doug, how you doing? Doing well, doing well. How are you guys doing? Trev, you good? Good, fine, sure, good. Trev, Trev just found out about Jamar Chase, and Jamar Chase is on his fantasy team. Yeah, and Kadarius Tony, which is annoying. We'll get to them. Sure. Um. So, does it strike? I, I'm watching Brady seemingly try and hold this team together all by my all, all by himself, and I wonder if Giselle is appreciating or if Brady is appreciating how difficult it is for someone to hold a relationship together by themselves when the other one just might be outside playing football instead of actually trying to contribute to the marriage. I wonder if any of that's like resonating. I wonder if she's just watching this going, see, see, it's not so fucking easy dragging somebody to the finish line when they don't want to be around. Anyways. I think the, I don't. I think Brady might be one of two or three bucks that like are really trying. It doesn't seem like a very motivated team. Yeah, he uh, he's getting it on all angles. <laughs> it's kind of funny to me. I'm I'm I am bummed watching it. I'll be honest. Like God, like Brady failing doesn't it doesn't do for me what other quarterbacks with famous wives failing does for me it's it it's the opposite in fact like i and it's not you know it's like mike evans i'm just what it's five minutes left in the second quarter mike evans just dropped a a deep pass that he really should have gotten um but it's like uh, i i feel i feel bad for tom i'm not i'm not sitting here like gloating over this not going well. I do think the Giselle angle is funny, though. See, I could give two shits about Giselle. This guy's had so <laughs> much success on the football field. It's like, dude, take big hits, lose a lot of close games this year. I hope it's frustrating for him. Fuck that guy. Seven fucking championships. Fuck that guy in his ass. Um. Yeah. No. I like. I'm. I. Oh, uh, oh your supermodel girlfriend's upset. Wife is upset. That's. That's something I relate to, and yeah, yeah, poor Tom. <laughs> the, yeah, no, I, uh, it doesn't. I'm not feeling any of that, Doug. I'm not. I, I, I can't get too amped up about it. I actually do, you know. Actually, see feel, feel feel for Tom a little bit here. Seeing him go through what I go through every Sunday watching the Browns, I can deal with that. No problem. No problem. Doug, that's not fair. The Bucks have a chance. Oh, fair. Okay, let's talk about fair. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> oh man, Trevor, what's 
I mean, you're you don't Giants fans don't have the same relationship with Brady that like say Colts fans or Steelers fans do. What where are you sitting on this? We kind of touched on this at the end of the last pod, I think. Sitting on on what exactly? Just Brady. It's struggling. Yeah. It's it's hard to you know if if you you're saying that he's you know risk he's pretty much putting his family on the line and his marriage to do this and it's failing. It's difficult to know that that's happening, and you hear him speak and he looks pretty fucking defeated. And again, I never shared that like fuck Tom Brady, hate Tom Brady thing. Like when he went to the Bucks, I'm like I hope he wins a ring. Like I think that would be cool. That'd be a great storyline and. And all this and that. So, I mean, I I feel bad for the guy. And I know it's kind of hard to feel bad for Tom Brady. But um, it sucks. But, I mean, again, he should have fucking stayed retired. The whole, <laughs> right. the whole retiring and coming out of fucking retirement thing is so fucking annoying. And, you know, this, this should fucking show people that uh, if the greatest quarterback of all time is struggling doing it, then maybe you should stay fucking retired. Yeah, no, there's uh, there's certainly a so what's the why do we feel bad? I didn't hear it in there. (laughs) (laughs) How the mighty have fallen. I I think there's a I don't share the same feelings towards Russell with Russell Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson's (laughs) failures, failure, failure that I do with watching tom brady fail like a very different feelings like i'm yeah. rooting for i'm rooting for tom brady at this point i am basking in the light basking in the light of of russell wilson's failures at the moment i mean do we really okay so you, so you you compare him to russell wilson to make me feel bad like come on um no i didn't i didn't compare him to russell wilson i compared how i feel watching the two fail well yeah i'm, I'm just saying like of course if you bring up Russell Wilson in the thing, yeah. But there's, I mean, there's there's people, one of them on this pod, who the feelings for watching Brady fail are closer to the watching Russell Wilson fail. Like, that's, I just, like, the, the, I mean, like, I, this is something I just thought of, and it wasn't anything that I thought of prior to talking with you guys, but, like, if Brady doesn't make the playoffs, we're going to have Andy Dalton or PJ Walker or uh, Marcus Mariota, Mariota. back in the playoff team. Now, on the one hand, if the Niners make the playoffs, that sounds great. On the other hand, Brady playing his last game uh, ever, like on January 2nd, just, I just, you know. Uh, it's, it's like he's not going out on his shield kind of thing like that that would just kind of it just wouldn't feel right that's all the guy the guy just lost three games in a row for the first time in 20 fucking years like 23 years doug 2002 i think they said so oh okay so 20 um yeah so i just assumed it was yeah. the first time <laughs> i just don't <laughs> i don't feel sorry for him it's funny to me the the just like the marriage falling apart thing is the is actually the only funny part to me like her 
her sitting around again watching him trying to drag this team when they just really kind of they're half-assing and they don't really want to and um and the the parallels between her trying to fucking keep the marriage together this summer and him going no 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 i'm gonna go back um that's the that that's it's you know it's 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 like there's a lesson in there somewhere for both of them or something and what and she and i didn't look at the article i should have but did she give him an ultimatum retire like right the second or our marriage like i heard like I read right something now like or that. like back then or i read something i saw an article the head of an article that basically said that she gave him an ultimatum to retire or, or marriage yeah but i didn't yeah. look at it i didn't read the article but i was just like just thinking out loud now it was like is she wanting to him just to stop playing right now like in the middle of a season and retire that'd be pretty crazy yeah that would be ridiculous but I mean, I mean, I would think that he's like, I'm playing until the fucking that's it. Like I'm playing until I can't play anymore, right? And this might be like the hey man, maybe you can't play anymore. The... It just it, it it certainly puts a like if he retired last year, he retires on top, right? And we 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 talked about this on the pod, right? That like not many people can do that. He's riding off into the fucking sunset like best fucking you know greatest career ever and he and he and he goes out on top now he's not i you know i think probably the the, the rams big comeback right like they were down big in the playoffs and and the bucks lost a game they should have should have won um that probably played an angle in it i think the you know he said he was going to play till 45 probably because that's the number that makes would make him the oldest starting quarterback in in nfl history like there was a few things pulling him back not the least of which i think was he also just really likes fucking playing football and of course he does and but but he likes playing football and winning and so he hasn't lost very much right so yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, this is. I, I think this is really, and that's the part where I feel sorry for him is that, like, I, I think we've we've established just how fucking crazy competitive he is, and this is, this is hurting. Like, this is this is you know this is stressful for him. Not that everybody needs a fucking perfect life, uh, because he, for all intents and purposes, could have had one. Uh, but that this is, you can just see it on the guy, man. Like this is the first time he's like, he is starting to look his age a little bit, or at least like he still looks younger than Matt Ryan looks. He's got eight years on Matt Ryan. So like, but this was the first time I'm like, okay, this is certainly the last season. Right. But quarterbacking. Falcons, it's like dog years, right? Like, don't you age differently than the guy that's quarterbacking the Patriots and winning? Probably. <laughs> Probably. What was uh what did Doug? I see although there? I really I, saw... I would I would like to just point out that uh you bring up Falcons and dogs in the same uh joke here just you know wasn't cool, man. And uh um, you know, I don't think it's I think it's too soon to be talking about Falcons quarterbacks and dogs. That's all. 
I just like to point that out for the listeners. Tough. That's tough. But yeah, what's his name? Um, what, what did I see today? He got benched like 28 weeks, like 28 20, weeks. 28 weeks and three days after he <sighs> got traded. <laughs> he can't get away from the 28 to three stuff. It's he's going to die on March 28th. That's just, that's just written into the, the cosmos at this point is I don't know what year it's going to be. It might be 2028. Could be March of 2028. How old is he now? 37. I don't think he's dying in six years, but somewhere he's going to die at 3.28 p.m. Uh, he's going to die on March 28th. Something is going to have something else is going to happen to him. Um, plane's going to crash that was going 328 miles an hour when it hit the the water. Like something everything bad in his life will continue to happen around 28 to three, or there will be some reference to it. <laughs> also funny. Maybe not the plane crash. Yeah. Depends on the circumstances of the plane crash. <sighs> All right. Um, the, uh, the core, the chorus. Uh, so Lamar at the end of the game was holding up a sign a fan-made sign that was basically like, pay this motherfucker now. Pay this motherfucker's mommy. Not, not in so many words, but uh, that was the gist of the, of the sign. And he's, he's proudly displaying, it was as Ravens pay, pay number seven now, or pay number, pay number seven and number eight. Now, I don't know who number seven is, um, but pay number eight. Now. Is that that Bateman guy? Rashad Bateman, seven. It's a little early to be saying pay him, isn't it? Yeah, what does that mean? I didn't even play last year, did he? Right. Maybe they maybe they fucked up and uh, they they put the seven on there and they only had one piece of cardboard left. We'll just go with that. Yeah, Bateman's number seven. Huh. That's weird. Anyway, pay eight. It was like there was a seven and eight on the board there. And it was like pay now and 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 Lamar standing there proudly holding it up. It's a great picture, and is also going to be a meme format. You'll probably be seeing for the next several days. Okay. Um, so hey, but, this is live. This is live real quick. Can I can I get a little tangent here? What are we talking about? So we have a friend Travis who is a notorious fantasy football. Oh, did you just get a trade request? I did, but this one is actually. Uh, this is actually something via text I responded to him with, not thinking he'd do it. So I'd like everybody's opinion. So, okay. which, so which, he, oh, so he, texted, is... and he goes, who do you want for Chase? I'm like, dude, like, you don't have that guy. Like, do you have Jefferson? But, like, that's the same. Why the fuck would I make that trade? Not knowing he was hurt. So, Travis, I figured it out that Travis was, you know, trying to get, he's sending me terrible trade. I'm like, what the fuck, bro? Like the, you, you're a terrible trade guy, but this is bad. Ah, gotcha. And that's how I figured out Jamar Chase was was hurt. Um, and I go and look at my roster, and it says whatever it says. Um, but then I'm like, you know, what? We went back and forth a little bit, and I need a running back. I have two running backs hurt, and now him hurt, and I'm in first place. Um, Tyler Boyd and Tony Pollard for Chase. 
what? No. I mean, is Chase one of your keepers? Yeah. You'd be that's insane other, to that, do that. That's the other part. I mean, yeah. what it does is is Boyd's going to have, you know, better games when when Chase isn't there. You assume more targets, more opportunity. Right. Pollard's the better back in Dallas at the moment. Right. So, for at least the four weeks. Yeah, yeah, it's short. It's yeah, short sighted. It's it's a short sighted. <clears throat> yeah, not in a keeper league. You don't want to make that trade. I don't think. Well, you guys keep talking about the, the fucking keeper league ending. So. I mean, I mean, I keep trying to get out of it, but I've also been stashing. Key, I drafted like six guys that I wanted to think about keeping. Right. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm planning for not being able to leave this thing until I die. So. Great. Okay, I'm glad. So. That gives like, me more. I'm, I'm I'm not going to be caught flat footed if I if I can't get out of the league. I'm uh, you know, it's not like I'm going to not <laughs> not compete, but like I'm I'm looking at my my contract to see if there's any fucking outs in this goddamn thing. I was going to say there's no you didn't sign anything. You know, if, if you can get out of the league, what do you you just say bye? <laughs> and I'm done. Sure, but <laughs> let's all let's make a pact right now. I'm done. <laughs> just mean yeah, make it an eight team league assholes there doug and i made it easy nine would be so awkward but next year it's just an eight team league um yeah you'd be you'd be insane to fucking trade jamar chase in a because you've got him cheap right yeah he's a couple bucks maybe yeah this like why are we even talking about this yeah just just getting the thought out in the air there Getting the thought out there, but I've made I've made some bad trades too. All right. Um, so anyway, Jamar Chase is out. There's that. Um, What's up with Debo too? Uh, it's like a hamstring thing. We'll see. The Niners are still favored to win that game. We'll get to. <clears throat> I guess we'll do this with our with our picks. There's Mike Evans actually making a catch. He's dropping so many balls. Yeah, um, bad one last week. Bad one last week. He had a bad. I thought I thought it was a bad one. It would have been a great catch, but it also hit him right in the stomach as he was falling backwards. This one was good. Uh, he could have had a toe tap touchdown. Brady overthrew him, but he still probably could, should have gotten it down. Um, all right, let's let's finish up the the Thursday night game, which thank God we got a Lamar Jackson Tom Brady matchup because next week is. <laughs> next week is Texans and Eagles. So Oof. hopefully it's going to watch the Eagles fucking destroy the Texans. Hopefully there's more like Russell Wilson working out on a plane news for us to kind of talk about next week. Yeah. Uh, he is just getting fucking eaten alive. It's glorious. He just <laughs> does it. Are putting him out there. Yeah. He just he just can't read the room. It's like, dude, you're volunteering this information. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Well, he got away with it for so long. I'm I'm assuming, right? Like he was the guy in Seattle, and everybody's like, yeah, well, you know, <clears throat> we're winning, and so they bought into it. But these but guys it was like it started kids. getting really goofy when he got hurt last year, and it was because before it was just like, okay, he's he's scripted and and very 
careful and all this other shit. But then it was like with the, he couldn't not be the center of attention. Like he had to do that, you know, miming the, the, the two minute drive and two minute drill and shit like that. And then now it's a, it's almost like, Hey, I'm getting attention. Like he, he's doing the whole, there's no such thing as bad publicity. So it's like he gets in front I don't of a, know. a microphone <laughs> and he, he gets in front of a microphone. And he's like, he's Did like, you? oh yeah. By the way, I was definitely working out on the plane while everybody was sleeping, and you absolutely can't prove that because everybody was sleeping. Like, yeah, it, it, like well, I mean, he's he's like, well, if, if I just I lead by example, lead by example, right? Like he's trying to root the, the get the sideline to 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 yell fucking pass run, right? Like you do in high school games, like that's what he's trying to do. But he, like Didn't... in management, in management and leadership, right? Like if you try something and it's an automatic fail, you try something else. You don't just keep doing the same thing. Didn't this, didn't it all start when he started dating Ciara? Ciara, whatever. See, Seattle fans are um, point to that as like, and like him showing up at the Grammys as like, that's when things started getting weird. But it wasn't this. He was he was protected in Seattle, and he yeah, played the game, and he, he we didn't have these weird workout stories from him or these right. like. I've got Wolverine blood and shit like that. Like it just, it's just constant with him. It's fucking yeah, annoying. He's like, he's like Charlie Sheen. If Charlie Sheen didn't do drugs. Right. Right. And, yeah. And Charlie he, Sheen, instead of like paying for abortions was like being a stepdad. No, like just, yeah. Or being, you know, a virgin until he was 30. Maybe that's what it was. No, he had that other, well, who knows? You the the you the don't let that mouth go to waste. The draft day girlfriend. Yeah, you don't let the the <laughs> mouth on that draft day girlfriend go to waste. Let, like, let's just be real here. All right, that <sighs> thing that thing was made for with only like one thing in mind. Yeah. <laughs> All I right. Gotta so, look this one up. There's a there's a Russell Wilson draft day picture meme that is him on the phone getting the call from seattle and uh he ended up marrying her and then the rumor was that she started banging golden tate i think and that's why golden tate left seattle really that was the rumor yeah huh. Huh. and i don't know if i don't know how many different ways it's been debunked but you know i'm gonna go with it hmm. interesting So um, tonight, Lamar Jackson, 238, two touchdowns, 62 QBR. He also had 43 yards on the ground. Brady, 325, one touchdown, 7.4 yard uh, average, 27 QBR for Brady. Oh. They, that's probably one of the, I can't imagine he's got very many lower than that. He should have, stayed, should have stayed home, Tom. Should have stayed home, dude. Yeah, it could have been. He'd be know. announcing right now. Yeah. He... 555 sacks. Most sacked quarterback in NFL history now. Tom Brady. Well, that those stats are going to come along with playing that long, right? Like, yeah. It's, you know. But he's, yeah, they, he got a lot this year. 
And more to come. And more to come. Man. Yeah, it's not it's not gonna get any easier. No. God, imagine if the if the Bucks are are like, you know what? This season's a waste. Let's get Kyle Trask in there. And now Brady's fucking carrying a clipboard. Right, they bench him. Like I think the NFC being dog shit. The NFC being dog shit was like the theme of the the Monday pod, and that's the only thing keeping Brady. It's the only thing keeping the Bucks in this. Because here's here's one: the Falcons right now are in first place in the division, which means the Falcons are holding a lead against Tom Brady for as long as they can. They have been in this position before and not held that lead. Um, speaking of 28 to three jokes, the, so, but like the Falcons are three and four, the Bucks are three and five. The Panthers could be in first place if they beat the Falcons this week somehow. Like there's all sorts of fucking goofy shit going on. But the NFC being this bad, the NFC South being this bad around him is is the is the only sliver for hope. Like they're eight games in, they've got nine to go. And if they can just win five games out of their last nine, they'll probably win the division. Yeah, they're not out of it. No, no, it's just so. ugly. Yeah. So they, here's here's who they've got. They go Rams, Seahawks, Browns, Saints, Niners, Bengals, Cardinals, Panthers, Falcons. I don't know who looks worse for like do the Ram, do the Rams look worse than the Bucks right now? Or do the Bucks look worse than what we think the Rams look like right now? Yeah, that's a touch. I'm obviously curious to see what Rams team shows up. Um, But there's, I mean, let's see if they've got to find five wins. The Browns, right? I mean, we're going to assume that's a win. If if they have to get a win, if they have to get a win, the Browns game would be one that you'd think they could I think Carolina might be the one that I'd put, but they've already lost to Carolina this year, so who knows? So, like, they've got to win the Falcons, Panthers, and Saints games. And then they got to win two of Cardinals, Bengals, 49ers, Browns, Seahawks, Rams. And prefer, and like, I don't think the wild card team is coming out of the NFC South. So they just have to worry about winning the division. Yeah. That's it. But that's that's not the like having the Seahawks on there is I can't your four your four first place teams right now. This was the meme tonight. Your four first place teams tonight in the NFC are the Eagles, the Vikings, the Falcons, and the Seahawks. This is not how anybody thought the season was gonna go. No. Including me. Um Yeah, this this could be this might be tough for them to get five wins out of the schedule. Rams, yeah, Rams, Seahawks. At least those games are at home. 
They got the Saints at home, which is, I mean, Saints usually give Brady trouble, but the Saints also look like dog shit right now. Um, at 49ers, the Niners might be healthy by then. Who the fuck knows? Uh, we have no idea what the 49ers will look like at that point. Um, Bengals, the Bengals are getting better every week. I think that's a, I think you can pencil in a loss there. The Cardinals, we have no idea what, what team ever is going to show up with the Cardinals. And then Panthers Falcons to close it out, which those are, those become two must win games. Tom Brady has to beat the, the Panthers and the Falcons one last time. Both teams he's beaten the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, all right. And the Ravens have to pay. The Ravens have to pay. Lamar Jackson. Yeah, they you know, do. No, they have to. What the fuck would happen in Baltimore if Lamar Jackson doesn't get re-signed? Wouldn't they just franchise him? Yeah, but he didn't have to show up. He's not going anywhere. Uh, yeah, it's like he's he's uh they could he he they could make life miserable for each other. Right? If he doesn't okay. it, it, they've still got to hold the salary there even if they're even if he like doesn't show up, I think. I don't know what that does to the cap if like you franchise a guy and then he doesn't show. Yeah, I don't know. Would he even sign the franchise thing? So you got to sign your offer. By and, a certain date, right? Right. And then and then I don't know. I mean, is, is it, there's, there's somebody's going to have to blink. And the Ravens are, doesn't seem like the ones that want to do it. The franchise tag and artificial turf. Those are the two things that need to fucking go. Yeah. Artificial turf being in the news today as well. But both of those two things need to go. The league would be more fun without the franchise tag. Because there's a yeah. chain without the franchise tag. There's a, there, Lamar would get paid what he's worth. Because that's not that can't that can't happen with the franchise tag. But the artificial they, turf thing is. You were going to say something, Doug? Oh uh, yeah, I was just going to say big big injury coming for Lamar. Not going to get the contract he wants because of the injury that hasn't happened yet. That's coming. <laughs> Doug is <laughs> not at all wishful thinking here on the podcast. Shit, I would rather see him leave and get injured. I'd rather see him go play on the Dolphins. That'd be something. Like a, a Tua for uh, a, a Tua for Lamar trade. That's actually that. That's actually. A trade that the Ravens would realistically go, okay, fine. If you have to, if you if you gotta leave, that's fine. We'll do that. Give us two and a pick or two, and we're off. Got to got to feel like the Ravens would. There's a, that's at least like that's at least one the Ravens would listen to. There are not many trades out there that you can make for. Lamar and I can't believe that Tua being included in that trade would have any value. 
would even have been possible eight weeks ago. Just the, even that sentence that I just that just came out of my mouth. How that is possible, I have no idea. Um, I keep forgetting to watch it, but did you guys know that Amazon has the uh, next gen stats? They've got a whole broadcast that's still it's the broadcast, but it's layered in with next gen stats. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. So it's like you see time in the pocket. Like you just like they like do the next gen stat thing on like every single fucking play. It's uh I kind I, I keep forgetting to watch it, but you get everything else. It's just the game's on a slightly smaller screen. And uh like here, I think we're uh fourteen fifty four into the game. They've got matchup notes. Well, here let me just let's see here. They put little like Madden uh, Chirons above each of the players, so you know where all the players are um, are set up. It's kind of cool. No, I didn't know. Yeah, I got to check that out. I'm watching it on the replay. Like I'm trying to. Anyways, um, anyway, it's kind of cool. So like it look it looks a little like Madden. Like when you when you uh, zoom out to check the play, and it shows you who. Yeah, this is they've got the fucking the uh, the little lines for running around and shit. It's cool. Um anyways, okay. Uh so Pete Carroll and Cooper Cup this this week became the latest two guys to blast the league for even allowing artificial turf. Finally, it seems like there's some momentum building here that maybe there's uh maybe there could be some changes. Apparently, yeah. it's already collectively, it's already part of the bargaining agreement, though, that like this is just fuck off. This is how it is. So the player, like, there's a world where if the players want to get rid of artificial turf, they're either going to need to strike or they're going to need to give something else up in the negotiation, which just means money that they'll have to, they'll have to give something up during those those labor um conversations in order to get the league to actually protect its own players which is a weird position but it's a very american situation i mean what did uh uh what league did it in um soccer like the whole all like all of soccer all, all of them. all of european all soccer of they all and how did they go about it was there a strike involved or is it just I don't know. I don't yeah, think it I mean, was that hard like, to do. Like, what the fuck? Like, because like, well, like, it's the right thing to do, and and you have you know your players can play longer and less injury and less of a headache managing and operating a team and all of those things. But it seems well. What's the maintenance cost on fucking grass? You know, instead of having that turf, it's a is it's it a, a couple, is it a, is it it's a couple hundred thousand dollars a year probably. But I think what well, it does. Wouldn't you rather it, see, like, wouldn't you rather stadiums, replace right? your, yeah, and like, or like your mm-hmm. best player, that your hundred million dollar player gets hurt. Right. But then you have a lot of these cities who are building these stadiums, and in order to, you know, because we don't want to just use that stadium for the season, for how many what eight games they may play at home, you need to use that stadium, you know, one hundred and fifty times a year, right. And, and so their operation cost in 
in uh, uh, concerts, uh, fucking motocross and Monster Jam and all that kind of shit. Like that plays big into it because it's so much easier to stack things on top of, take things off of, right? So with with a turf stadium, you you need to go so much more above and beyond to operate outside of football games. So the the Niners host all, money, all sorts of events at uh, at uh, the fuck do they even call Levi's Stadium? Um, it's like and and at the beginning of the Levi's Stadium experience, the the grass didn't hold up great, and but they spent the money and they fucking fixed it, and they've got you know some really nice I guess grass now, really nice turf. Um, and th- to the point where some people are theorizing that the Niners injury issues come from the fact that the field is so, their home field and their practice field is so good that their bodies aren't used to playing on cement. And so that's when the that, injury that, that, that's, that seems valid. Yeah. So like it's, it's, you know, I, it would be, it would be such it would be so nice to have like weather actually impact the the field in more than just puddles yeah. right cuz that's the other argument for the for the turf is you know it's it doesn't get torn up in the mud and the rain and all this other shit but you know what fuck it that's football yeah that is football you know yeah if fuck if the if the packers can have a grass field the rest of the league can too and i don't know how you do it on an indoor with the indoor teams but like we're watching but, but I, I think that's probably what it is is it easier for everybody to even the playing field by having the fake turf and that seems to be the push rather than what's better for the players which is oh i think it's grass. just it's got to be a cost saving thing yeah it's cost saving and it's that's going to be backed up by, you know, the 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 measurables like faster games and and more action, and that leads to you know people like to see more scoring. They don't like to see mud bowls and all that shit because they're not talking about like the real like the kind of the hardcore football fan. They're called the 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 you know everybody right, plays yeah. fantasy football now. Yeah, they. I mean they. The, the casual like a, a torn up field in january in some weather would look so like sick <laughs> it would yes. look so fucking awesome in like with the fucking 4k tvs and everything else it would look so yeah. fucking cool yeah like, dude so... you don't see those games anymore where every dude's fucking covered in mud that's right. awesome yeah but you know it's the same thing with uh all all related to cars right so most of these newer high-performance cars are coming out with all-wheel drive and um, like automatic transmissions or, or Tiptronic transmissions or dual-clutch transmissions, right? So paddle shifting as opposed to a clutch pedal and a manual gearbox. And so the like core enthusiast really, really wants the rear-wheel drive manual sports car, right? Because that's the driving experience. But Money-wise, most of the assholes that are out there buying $100,000 cars aren't driving enthusiasts. They're just dickheads with money 
that want the M model or the AMG model or the, you know, they want to be flash about it. More of those guys are spending more money than the average enthusiast. So these major car companies are switching to that in their performance cars rather than sticking, like there's a couple of them like keeping the dream alive, but it doesn't make, it, it, it's, it's, you know, whether this company is passionate about the driving experience versus making money. And so, you know, they may, most of their model, they may come out with one or two uh, that are still real drive manuals, right? But performance numbers, cars are faster when they're all wheel drive. Cars are faster with a dual clutch transmission because it shifts faster. It's the same reason dickheads are buying Teslas and saying how fucking fast they are. Yes, but it's, there's zero driving experience in a Tesla. So I, I can equate that same argument to turf, you know, uh, natural grass versus synthetic turf with more action. It's faster. Um, you know, the, the, a rainy day game, a Monday night game that's rained out is, is, you know, not as entertaining as, uh, you know, the greatest show on turf kind of thing. Yeah. People are soft. It's fucking stupid. It is bring fucking back, stupid. bring back football. Bring back men. I have, Manly a, man. I have a, uh, a that I wear that I get I always get sideways looks with. Um you know, you know the uh the Canon logos has come and take it. Big, me? Uh, the big pro two A like come and take it with a picture of a cannon. What? Uh uh-uh. uh. But okay, I get you. I you I like heard it. I heard come in and I was like, wait, what? What what are we doing here? Come and get it. Like come and take my guns. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Right. Right. And so I have I have one that has a manual transmission on it. It says "Come and take it." Like, gotcha. Right. <laughs> like, but the, what kind of steering wheel do you have? Yeah. Funny. I just got a new one for another car. What a fucking asshole. <laughs> I mean, really, fun. it's it's about you know when you're talking about the 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 driving experience, the steering wheel is the is your connection to the car directly, and so. Shift knobs and steering wheels really actually, uh, uh, you know, short shift kits and shift knobs and steering wheels really add to that experience. I'm here speaking as an enthusiast to guys who are like, why would you change your foot steering wheel? The car fast. Right? I don't care so, if you change the fucking steering wheel. It's just as long as you don't do it while we're doing a podcast. That's the problem. only reason I keep bringing up the fucking steering wheel. I have a problem concentrating. No shit. <laughs> All right. Um, hey, we're up to 16, sub- 16 subscribers on the old Not Joe page. Dang. What up, 16? 16? That's, that's like, Dang. I think we're close to, oh, gosh, I don't know, maybe 10 bucks total. I'll give him a dollar. Let's see. What's the, what's the, what's the, dollar count at right now approximate earnings ten dollars 86 cents whammy fucking we're in double figures boys um so yeah so started the subscription thing on the page this week or today and uh i'm i'm like i'm like energized by it i'm like weirdly and it's but it is weird now posting things for money because now it's like I feel I've, even for the ninety nine cents I feel pressure. Like should I should I put this on the paid feed or should I put this on the on the normal feed? 
it's 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 weird. I will get used to it. You, I'm not sure I'll get used to the ten dollars and eighty six cents that's rolling in every single month. Big money to it. That's gonna pay good start. For, that's gonna pay for the captions app. I'm gonna go buy now. Okay. I like it. Good start. Yeah. So if I can get fucking get that up to you know, if I can get one percent of my followers to drop a drop a buck a month on my content, be sick. Be very stoked. So if you're listening. Go sub to Nacho Flacco. Uh, Instagram. It's 99 cents. I'm basically going to be doing like 80% of my memes are going to go behind the paywall. I'm still going to post on the main, but like 80% of the memes will go. Like tonight, I did one meme for the game on the on the normal feed, and I think I did four on, uh, on, the, on the sub account. And uh, the, the, it's, it's, it's a little weird having spent six years building up an account to where I'm like getting hundred, 200 likes a minute. And now I might get four likes on a post, but I am getting $10 and 86 cents a month. Fucking sick. Anyways. So nachos, nachos charging, nachos sold out. Gone the way VSPN plus. It was this or OnlyFans. So I just I got to think of ways to make. I mean, it's only a buck, but at the same time, I got to think of like other ways to make it worth people's time. Because they give you a stupid little purple badge, I think that might actually be a detractor. (laughs) Like, Like if I was if I was supporting my favorite, let's say I'm supporting. NFL hate memes, and I've I'm a subscriber to his account, but now I've got the stupid purple badge. I'm less likely to to comment on his main feeds. I think just because I don't know, huh? That's just me. I'm like I don't want to, you know, I don't really paying for a meme page, so I got to come up with more than just the memes. Make it really worth, you know, worth people's time. I think I'm going to throw some stickers in there because Doug, I still have a bunch of stickers here. Yeah, I got a bag too. So, so if you need me to send anywhere, no, 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 <laughs> no, we're good. Okay, so if you're listening to this and you want stickers, uh, go sub to Nacho Flacco, go sub to the Instagram, and DM me your address, and I will send you. What it was like five or seven stickers, I think, including a Trevor's Hockey Corner sticker. So yeah. go uh, go sub and uh, get you a sticker pack. Yeah, I mean the stickers the stickers alone, like postage on it, would be sixty cents. Can I get one? Absolutely. Yeah, I don't have one for ninety nine cents. Go subscribe to Nacho. Yeah. No, okay, you cool. like you you say you don't pay attention and then like five minutes later you're like, How do I get stickers? And I'm like, dude. You guys, I don't even get free page. stickers. I I need to subscribe and pay. I don't even get free stickers. <laughs> Support the cause, everybody. Right. Yeah. See? No fucking deals. Um all right. Should we do the pick draft? Get going. 
Yeah, we can we can do, we can do the picks draft now. Is there anything else? Oh, the Kadarius Tony trade, Trevor. How you feeling? I was uh, really high on this dude, but it it was starting to get frustrating. It's like, why is this guy not? Because it's not like IR. It's it's week by week. He's supposed to play. Doesn't get a, hasn't had a yard or a fucking. He has not logged a single fucking statistic this year, and so you know you're starting to think about it, and and who knows? I mean, the guy has a giant back piece tattoo of the New York City skyline and says drafted to New York with his number on his back. <laughs> and he's not. <laughs> and so, I mean, people do dumb shit and, you know, uh, uh, especially young kids with money. I mean, so it, so it doesn't make logic, logic, which is a very hard thing to use. Doesn't, doesn't say that this guy wanted out of New York, but, actions kind of speak that way now if he doesn't play a, a down for uh you know if, if he doesn't play for another three four games like so it makes a little bit more sense that that uh you know kansas city is trying to that kansas city is trying to you know beef up their roster and find tyreek hill again which is very much what katarius tony is and but this is a this is a long-term trade for kansas city they gave up that's what, what i'm saying yeah we got yeah, we got a couple draft picks and apparently he wasn't really fitting in with the regime is is what we're hearing um, yeah and that could be that he probably isn't pushing himself to come back or you know seemingly nursing his injuries or you know just not fucking into it who knows who knows what he's fucking doing um it would be hard to believe that a guy with a full new york fucking back tattoo uh on a six and one team doesn't want to play but you know people do dumb shit all the time and people don't get along and there's a lot of egos involved so I mean, if the guy didn't want to play, it's great to get rid of him. It's just like, you know, OBJ, right? Who is also rumored to be coming back, by the way. So I guess him and Saquon were fucking somebody screenshotted some, I don't know, some uh, Twitter responses some, or something. Tw- some Twitter recruiting? Yeah, I don't I don't know if I want Odell back. I would, uh, I think I'd rather have uh, Judy who's also rumored to be going to the Giants. But they're in a great position to, you know, I mean, I can't remember the last time the Giants were, you know, in 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 the race for a trade, you know, to, to make moves from, during the trade deadline and not just yeah. getting rid of people. Does does the Giants being in, in the market for a wide receiver take any of the sting off of uh, Aaron Judge unfollowing the Yankees on social media? See, all right. Well, you know a lot about this. <laughs> You you dealt with this bullshit last year with right. Tebow, right? Aaron Judge wants to be a Yankee. Whether whether that front office, after seeing the Jeter documentary, I know these, I know Cashman's a fucking scumbag, but after seeing the Jeter documentary, like the way Cashman treated Jeter, I hope he doesn't do the same thing with Judge because Judge will walk. Judge will take. He wants to be a Yankee. He's going to be a captain if he stays. You know his story. His he sees himself as a lifetime Yankee. Um, but whether or not they play ball with him is is a totally different story. And they make they're making some bad fucking decisions lately. So I can imagine Cashman being gone. To tell you the truth. Yeah, they need to get rid of both of those guys, the coach and the manager. I like, Boone. I like Boone. You like Boone? Oh, I like first Boone. I've heard that. I like Boone. That guy's blows. But yeah, I, I read today the. San Francisco Giants will not be outbid for um, Judge. 
Yeah, yeah. I saw that too. It's a pretty interesting comment. And, and the Dodgers are are in there, and I mean that just means how much you know the, the Yankees aren't going to beat, aren't going to pay him more than any other team, and and they're they're just not going to do that. That's not the way that they do things. They're they're going to sell him on you know being a Yankee, and there's no bigger stage in baseball. And if he wants to be He's already in the record books. If he wants to continue that, then he, the other best way to do that is as a Yankee. That's their, you know, that's their uh, sales pitch. Yeah, that sounds dumb. Sure. Well, I mean, shit, every kid that plays baseball, most kids that play baseball and most mm. professional baseball players want to be a Yankee, unless you hate the Yankees, because there are plenty of them out there. But hey, we signed Donaldson this year, and he's a notorious fucking Yankee hater. Yeah, but I mean, you're the fucking Yankees. You're in the biggest city in the sports capital of the world you know baseball capital of the world you've got so i saw i saw a stat that like back in 2009 the yankees spent half of their revenue on payroll and uh their revenue has doubled since then but their payroll has only gone up like 20 million 17 um, percent. i saw that same thing they have the money they have the money but just yeah, like- they have the money Right. If they and, get outbid for Aaron Judge, uh, it's that's like, right. that's pretty pathetic. That's fucking malpractice. Anyway, yeah. but but thing you know, they're again, that's not going to be their 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 strategy. Um, but as you know, as a, a lifelong Yankee fan, I hate the way they do business. I hate that they're just going after all these big name guys and paying all this money because that equation rarely works. The equation that works is finding key players that 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 you know, fill a team in and then getting those and getting a couple big pieces. That's how we've won the recent world series, right? And and then we, we won two more buying it, but, but the core team that was developed in the, in the farm system and then adding Paul O'Neill, Chuck Knobloch and uh, you know, some pitching was how we won all those nineties and early two thousands world series. And those weren't big name free agents. Giambi was and Randy Johnson like that. That's when that era started uh, the big uh, free agent signings. All right. Well, that was enough time for me to figure out who won last week's picks draft. It was Doug. Doug got four out of five picks draft. Ray, you got the Ravens, Bengals, Cowboys and Titans. You only missed on the Patriots, your first round pick. My first, All of our pick. first round picks lost. Bucks, Patriots, and Packers. The uh, Nacho uh, taint, my taint did not work on the Chiefs, uh, but it did work on the Chargers. So the double whammy of that is that the Niners lost and the Seahawks won. Fuck me, right? <laughs> um, all right. So, Doug, you're going to pick first. Trevor, you're going to pick second. Nacho will pick third. As a reminder, the rules are pick one team per per game. Uh, It's four rounds, and then there's a bonus round where you can pick any team from any game that has not been picked. Cool? And we're just picking. We're drafting teams most likely that we think are most likely to win this week with absolutely – zero like we have literally nothing writing on this it's just a segment isn't it fun i strangely enjoy it i don't i'm not sure i enjoy it as much as uh who said it russ or wolverine 
But one of those until a different episode for that. What's that, Doug? Do do we do we have another do we have another who said it coming this week or no? Um yeah, I mean like God, we we didn't we kind of talked to Russ, but we we didn't cover the specific like doing wind sprints on the fucking plane thing. Did we talk do we want to talk about that specifically? Because being on a plane with people is like there's there's a level of trust that you all have. Yeah. Yeah, there's together. Yeah, there's a code of ethics. Like don't bring don't don't bring fucking musical instruments on there. Uh-huh. Uh keep your kids from fucking around too much. Right? Yes, They're kids and you gotta travel with them and it's not that and it's like listen, it's it's terrible traveling with children and uh I don't wish it on anybody, but uh do your best to not have them be fucking assholes. Um, and the other thing I think is don't do high knees in the fucking aisle at 35,000 feet. Yeah. Yeah. Keep your shoes on. Yeah. Like I don't want to see people's toes. Right. The middle right. seat gets the armrest. And that's it. Yeah. There's a lot and of, there's a lot of unwritten your seat back anymore. Uh, so. depending on the flights. I mean, and yeah, I mean, planes are getting smaller. If you're in a newer plane, planes are getting smaller and the room's less. So yeah, I mean, if you lean your seat back, you are in someone's space. That's just, that's a dick move, airlines. Well, yeah, that's, that's, like fucking everything. It's more expensive and you get less, right? That's just yeah. the way the fucking world is. But there, yeah, there's a lot of unwritten rules and, uh, uh, calisthenics would be on the high on that list of things not to fucking do. Right. Uh, also Pilates, I think would probably uh things you wouldn't want to do on a plane i don't i mean well because with pilates you need a machine but like i'm i'm not i on a long ass flight you get up and stretch like go ahead are you fucking are you fact checking my pilates on a plane joke you asshole no i'm just saying with i know what pilates you need a machine to actually do pilates but i would also say that stretching is it should be is acceptable stretching it depends on how you're fucking stretching Eight-hour flight. You bent over doing a fucking, you know, stretching the hamstrings, right, and fucking putting your putting yeah, your fucking if, your yeah, peg but, hole in my face. I don't right, need it. Right, but you usually do that in the back of the plane. You do that, like you know, in areas where people maybe not. Do are. you stretch on planes, Trev? I have when I have when I've gotten out of my seat and gone back to the bathroom area. I have certainly, and I haven't like full-on stretch routine, but yeah, I've done some stretching. Is it? You know, more than just kind of like I didn't oh, go through yeah, a fucking up, yeah. just need to get the fucking body loose, or are you doing I like didn't... you know, prepping for a 40 type stuff? No, of course I'm not prepping for a 40. You know what I look like. Right. <laughs> I'm I, I'm not doing like a full, I was hoping you know... you'd say yes just because I do know what you look like. Right. It's got it's gotta be it's gotta be at least a six hour flight if you want to get up and stretch yes. like yeah. that. Or or I mean your back's fine. I've certainly I have back issues, right? I have I have tailbone issues, right? Like, so sitting for a long time for me is painful. So yeah, I do stretch, but I don't go through a fucking full yoga sequence or a, you know, a full on workout like Russell Wilson was doing. Right. So I'm just playing yeah. devil's advocate here. There's so no, acceptable no things. Burpees in the aisle then is what we're, we're certainly burpees we're in the sure. aisle. Right. Yeah. But the, also the pilot, it's pilot has turned off the CrossFit light and you are no longer allowed to do CrossFit in the aisle. See, yeah. that's a good meme. You should make a you know, like the seatbelt sign, but you should make like a CrossFit sign or like a let's ride sign with an X through it. Um, 
or just I could just be a flight attendant and just be giving like in-flight instructions. You could do that. Yeah. <laughs> Picture F. Doug. I I don't know. I just anyways, I re- we really missed out on Russell Wilson. Like his true calling was to be a CrossFit athlete, a professional CrossFit athlete. And he's just he's making more money, sure. And no, there's no way that. there's no way Ciara fucks with a CrossFit athlete. No, he, he'd be a cross. He'd be a world class CrossFit athlete and a youth passer. Like that's what Russell Wilson should be. Right. <laughs> he, this guy's just ready. I mean, at this point, it's pretty much just do the opposite of what Russell Wilson is doing. And you'll yeah. I think what it really comes down to. It's like, oh, you're working out in the aisle. I'm going to catch some Z's. Yeah. We're good. Like, like what whatever they, he's he's doing, you shouldn't be doing. What are the TikTok kids call somebody like that? Not a try hard, but it's what do they call him? Yeah, that's. A, I mean, that's Primera. the last thing I fucking heard it called. What are they called? The, the tryhard is is the last. I don't know if it, I don't know if there's a new one. Yeah, they don't call them tryhards anymore. They're called like it's not like look at me or to something me or I don't know what it is, but it's a tryhard, right? It's yeah. it's a it's a somebody who's trying to be cool. Oh no, he's yeah, he's captain of the tryhards. Yeah. All right, Doug, your pick. First pick. Uh... Shit, man. I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills over the Packers. Wow. Sunday yeah. night football. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going um, with that spread, but you have to go with that. That's got to be first pick. The biggest biggest spread in Packers uh, or uh, Rodgers' career. Biggest time, biggest uh, underdog he's ever been, which we talked about, and then I saw Schefter tweet. Yeah, um, we did the research. Schefter must be a fan. Yeah. Yeah. God knows copy, he didn't come up with it. Copy and paste D's nuts, Adam Schefter. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, Bills. I feel good about the Bills. I'm gonna go with um the trash bag Eagles. I again don't I don't I'm not convinced of this spread either, but it could happen. I mean, did you see what the Bills did to the Steelers? But something tells me this is going to be one of those gotcha games for the Eagles. Okay. Yeah, you just don't know what you're going to get with the Steelers, man. Like, right, right. Or, or, oh, hold on, I take that back. The we don't know what we're going to get with the Steelers game, where they were really good, came against the Bucks, and mm. I think wins against the Bucks are becoming less valuable. Right. Becoming less valuable. Yes. They have fallen out of the top 25 and uh, the wins against them no longer count towards uh, the, the playoff projections. Um, gosh. What is left? I'm going to go with the Dolphins over the Lions. I think the Lions are kind of automatic. Whoever's playing the Lions can kind of almost be automatic first-round picks at this point. Um, And I'm going to take the... Titans over the Texans. I don't. I just. I don't. I, 
I can't believe I'm taking an AFC South team that early, but I'm I'm just picking against opponents, I think, at this point. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Okay. I think we'll go with your uh, your Niners over the Rams. Need Debo to play. Need Armstead to get. This just team needs to fucking get healthy. The McCaffrey but show this week. McCaffrey is going to have the whole playbook open to him. Might get him fifteen, maybe twenty touches. Hopefully, they're all in space. He's got a buck twenty, a buck twenty-two touchdowns this week. Uh, you know, from the from the coach who was just saying fuck it and running his <laughs> star wide receiver up the middle uh, last year, and then his franchise, supposedly franchise quarterback, up the middle in the beginning of the year. I don't see him taking it easy on Christian McCaffrey at all. Um, but uh, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. Um, Doug, you're up. Two picks. Back to back, Jack. Uh, I'm going to go with the Cowboys over the Bears. That's my second I don't know. Not if the Bears field the team they fucking had last week, man. That Cowboys defense is fucking nasty, though. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, reluctantly. Bears are looking better than we thought, right? Um... And then I think I guess the Falcons over the Panthers. At home. I was looking at that one. I was, which probably should give you pause. Although yeah, I didn't take it, which is also a good thing for you. All right, Falcons over the Panthers. I the last week kind of feels like maybe that was a little bit of the Panthers Super Bowl. Yeah. First game without McCaffrey. Everybody's writing them off. The coach has been fired. Robbie Anderson's been traded. And then they just go out and and put it on them. You know? Tom Brady. Yeah. So, But also, the Bucks aren't that great. But the Falcons aren't that great. But they're, the Falcons, I think the Falcons might be good for an NFC team. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's the... You got to uh, factor in two NFC teams playing each other. This has the makings of a game that could look competitive, but if they were playing actual football teams, they'd get blown out. Is it Arthur? Does Arthur Smith call the plays on offense? I like their play calling when I was watching them against the Browns. Yeah, they're. I, I believe so. And it's. I mean, they're they're run heavy. They're. It's a very tightney. You know, yeah. Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill type of attack. So yeah, he's he's the one calling the plays, I think. Yeah. Trevor. Trevor's up, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm gonna go with the Giants. And um yeah, I'm gonna go with the Giants. I don't have two picks. <clears throat> Giants over the Seahawks, huh? Yep. In Seattle. Yep. Bold move. Nope. Uh, I'm going to go with the Bengals. Yeah, I almost did. Are the are the Browns in disarray? Or is, or they is just this can't just finish normal for the Browns and they're in array? Yeah, they just can't. 
finish a game. They're playing. They're playing okay. They're not playing bad. It's just they're just losing the game at the end of the game every, every, every time. <laughs> <laughs> week in, week out. Four, four out of five losses are by three points or less. That's gross. So they're the, and, they're the anti-Giants. Yeah. That's so, true. but no, uh, no Jamar Chase. Uh, I mean, the, if the Browns win, the Bengals are zero and three in the division. That's bad for tiebreakers. So, so pretty close. Um, the, they wouldn't play their next three division games. Would be when we have what's uh, Watson. So, who knows? It's a big game for the Browns Monday night. Prime time. We could win. Browns can win this game. I don't think Joe Burrow's never beat the Browns, by the way. That's a real thing. So, know that. But, I mean, like, he grew up in Ohio. He he should not be afraid of this team. Yeah. No, I'm pretty – I mean, he's – I think he's a Browns fan. I don't know. Oh, oh he grew up with like a Rodgers and 49ers thing where it's like you grew up rooting for him. He just can't – he just can't beat him when, when it counts. I mean, dude, he grew up in, like, I think – Athens, Ohio, which is basically like West Virginia. So this guy, I don't know. Oh, that explains the outfits a little more. Yeah. Who's this again? Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, yeah. He's the quarterback of the Bengals. Yeah, that guy. Uh-huh. They played in the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, I was, I was, I was reading about the Jaguars' uh, record in London. What is the Jaguars' record in London? <laughs> Three and four. <laughs> Before I make my next pick, what is the Jaguars' record in London? Yeah, the three and four. Uh, um, I'm gonna. But they have they have played far and beyond the most games because of the you know Shad Khan's contract and the rumors that they will be moving there. Yeah, I. But I mean the uh, they they've been the team that's been rumored to move there for forever because yeah, yeah since that contract in like 2015 or whatever. Yeah, and just kind of since it's Jacksonville and you know. There's, they just don't. They don't, they don't deserve anything. Fans, but it's not like they've got like roots, you know. Right. So moving them to London, but I going back to just going back to tonight's game. Can you imagine what the Ravens receiver room would look like if there were four more NFL football teams? <laughs> like if they if they had to expand the the game, expand the rosters the league-wide rosters, to add another, call it 20 to 25 wide receivers. Like the Ravens, who the fuck was playing receiver for the Ravens tonight? I made it a meme on the on the subscription page. <laughs> Rashad um, Bateman and uh, that other guy has been playing Duvernay. pretty good. DuVernay has been playing well and for Ur- them. Ur- 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 the, the, who's D. Robinson on the Ravens? Demarcus. Okay. Demarcus Robinson used to be on the Chiefs. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Then Andrew Mark Andrews went out. So that likely guy ended up with some catches. He had a nice yep. game. Then yeah, is that pro I, is that Proche? Is that how I is that how I say that? Yeah. And some guy last name Oliver. Kenyon Drake had three catches for no yards. He got that. I mean, like down. this is I'm just I'm reading these off from when I posted the meme just because I wasn't going to go look up. The, I guess I could actually do the work and look up the game, but uh, not a, not a ton of name recognition 
on that Ravens fucking wide receiver room. The the meme was basically this is why Deshaun Jackson is still in the NFL is because there's receiver rooms that look exactly like this. Um, so anyways, stepping on my own subscription there by saying the meme over the podcast. Uh, Trevor, you're up. I took the Jets. Oh, you did take the Jets? I took the Jets. So the games that are left are the Commanders, Colts, Raiders, yep. Saints, Cardinals, Vikings, Broncos, Jaguars. And oh, and this is the last. Ooh, is this the last round? Yeah, I think this is the last round. And then it's wild card. Well, me and Trevor both have two more picks, right? You guys have one pick from the regular thing, and then the next round is the wild card. <clears throat> cool. I'm going to pick the Jaguars. I think we're a little light on buy on buy teams on buy this week for some reason. Like there aren't a lot, I don't think. Fucking Chargers. Mm. All right. So Doug, you've got uh one. You can pick from the Cardinals, Vikings, Raiders, Saints, Commanders, Colts. Uh this pick, and then your next pick, you can pick any team that hasn't been picked yet. Yeah, the team's on by just the Chiefs. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> I'm looking at uh man, I don't know. For some reason I've I want to pick the Raiders over the Saints. Well, I was looking at that too. But at the same time, Vikings at home. That's the other game I'm looking at. That's, 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 I don't know who each, I don't know either of those teams well enough yet this season. I mean, I the Vikings haven't beat team. anybody. Yeah. I don't trust oh. either team right now. Yeah, this, I think I'm going with the Raiders, oddly enough. The Raiders on the road over the 5-1 and one Vikings at home. But it's, or I guess so. It's because the Saints are bad. But there's, I mean, Dalton's yeah. starting. Winston, Winston is reportedly healthy, but Dalton's starting. Yeah. That's such a, such a weird team. Yeah. I feel like they can, if they put it together, they can be fucking dangerous, but they're just not doing that. Yeah, I mean their defense is nowhere near what it was last year. So yeah, we're missing a bunch of guys. Yeah. So you going with the Raiders? I mean, I guess I could pick both, right? I have my, I'm up yeah. again, right? Yeah. This is your last, the, the, whatever it is, this is your last pick. Yeah. So if, if so, you think somebody else made a mistake in here, feel free to feel free to take well, that team. Yeah, no, I was thinking about Seattle to be honest with you. Um, over Trevor's G-Men at home. But I think I will go with the Vikings at home. Fuck it. So you're going with the Raiders and the Vikings? Raiders and the Vikings. Damn it. Trevor, you're up. If Commander's Colts... You can pick pick any... Wild card round. You can pick any team that hasn't been picked. Oh, I can pick anybody. That's right. That's right. That's right. Fuck it. I'll play. I'll pick the Saints. That's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pick the Seahawks. The Saints. All right. So, Doug, 
You've got the Bills, Cowboys, Falcons, Raiders, Vikings. Trevor's got the Eagles, 49ers, Giants, Jaguars, and Saints. And Nacho, <laughs> Jesus, Dolphins, Titans, <laughs> Bengals, Jets, Seahawks. What the fuck? All right. I, mean, yeah. I can legitimately see all five of those teams winning. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You guys watching anything? Do a little yeah. film review. We'll get into Trevor's hockey corner. Did you guys see the new Halloween movie? Did we already talk about that? No. We did not. I've not seen it. Oh man, it's bad. Yeah, I wouldn't expect it to be good. That was expected. Right? You don't yeah. watch the movies for good. You just you watch it to like for it to be bad. And well, no, like you you want like in a good horror movie slasher movie, you want some good kills and some entertainment that. It lacked that. I thought it was supposed to be super brutal. Um, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. Like, if you have Michael Myers, he should probably be in the movie in the first fifty minutes. Fifty, like forty, like forty, forty-five, like first half of the movie. He's just chilling. <laughs> what is it like? It's like a period piece. Like, the... it's yeah. I just yeah. Halloween, Sense and Sensibility. Yeah, it sucked. I didn't like it. I did like how uh, House of Dragon ended up up being a good first season. Yeah, I liked it too. I just hope it doesn't take another year, two years to put out another season. Yeah, it'll be 2024 before we see it again. Yeah. So that was good. You no, know, it was real good. Was the Watcher? Is that good on yeah, Netflix? It's good. Oh. Yeah, it's good. But I will. Okay, so I'm a big fan of American Horror Story. Yeah. Um, and the new season is very good. It starts out really good. Um, and it's the same director as the Watcher, and all he also directed Dahmer. <laughs> oh, okay. So I didn't realize so, that guy did all those American. He does all American Horror Stories. Not all of them. He did. He's done a bunch. They have different, like, they direct different episodes sometimes. Dude, that guy <laughs> looks like, like a, uh, his, his name's Ryan Murphy, right? Yeah. I think, yeah, that dude, that guy looks like a younger, who's the guy, uh, the movie producer that was a creep, Harvey Weinstein. Yeah. He looks just like that guy. If you've ever seen him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, there's a resemblance. Yeah. Poor guy. But yeah, so The Watcher and uh, the New American Horror Story. I do you guys watch like? Do you guys like watch old scary? Like, dude, I've been I've watched probably a hundred movies this month, like just scary old school scary movies. I don't. I don't really. I don't really watch too many old scary movies. I don't either. I, I don't watch much horror, horror stuff, anyways. Like ever. It's just not like a feeling. That I need. It's, it's not, not what I'm looking for. It's like it's not what I'm looking for when I'm watching movies. So, like, I haven't. I mean, I've. I haven't. Like this year, I haven't done. You know, I've not. I haven't done it in years. But this year, dude, I watched like all the Halloween movies, all the Friday the Thirteenth movies, all the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. My wife does the Halloween binge, but like she's watching Hocus Pocus, which <laughs> you know. 
also not yeah. my thing. Um, but she watched Scream without me. I'm like, why would you watch fucking Scream? I'll watch Scream. Like, Scream's I'll watch, great. I'll even watch the new Scream. Um, was the new Scream any good? It was all right. Yeah. The one that came out last year? I'd like to see how those old broads aged. You know? Broads? Yeah. They didn't, uh, they're making another one and they didn't pony up the money for what's her name, the main character. Yep. So she's not going to be in it. Yeah. It's like, what are you guys doing? Why even bother? Yeah. But I don't know. This is like, I, these, I don't do it every year for Halloween, but I did it this year and it's, I enjoyed it. Nice. Yeah. Um, I watched the uh, Nicolas Cage as himself movie. Yeah, oh, yeah. I need to see that. Have either of you seen it? No. I have not. I want to. It's on the list, though. What, the unbearable weight of massive talent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's really fun. It looks It looks good. It's really fun. Yeah, yeah highly crazy. recommend Pedro Pascal, that guy's great. He's, yeah, he's, he's yeah, he's pretty much great in everything. Yeah. But yeah, um, it was really fun. Like the wife came in a couple times. She's like, "You're fucking watching this." I'm like, "It's really, it's really fucking good." Stop being a bitch. Why is he, why, she, why would she say it like that? That's fucked up. This is, it's a, she's not an Nick Cage fan. What? Which is, Dude, a he, I mean, he's come full circle. He's making like five million a picture again. Like he had him. a solid. 10 year stretch of dog shit. That's like when he now was... he's back. Like, how do you like funding, his, like funding his own movies? Like, see, like, I can root for Nick Cage. You guys root for Tom Brady, stupid. But Nick Cage, that's a guy I'm pulling for. <laughs> <laughs> I'm absolutely rooting for Nick Cage and rooting for Tom Brady. <laughs> you know, he's Francis Ford Coppola's kid, right? Yeah. yeah. Or like nephew or some shit. Uh, yeah. There's a relation. I thought it was a son. Yeah, yeah. It's it's close. It's not like he's fourth cousins or anything. He's, he's yeah, it's like it's yeah. like thinking the BC boys were like a you know grassroots neighborhood guys. No, every single one of their parents are, are were in the record industry and they're heavily connected. I didn't know that. Yeah. Still love the BC boys, but Screech's cousin. Wait, what? One of the BC boys was the cousin of Screech. Yeah, Adam. No, R.I.P. Yeah. Really? Well, they're both dead. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Um, Cage was born to August Coppola. He's the brother of Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah. So he's the nephew. Nephew. Didn't take the family name. Talia Shire was a Coppola? Just like... uh... Emilio Estevez. Well, I knew that. He's a sheen. Well, actually, no, they're all Estevezes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're not sheens. No, I, I knew the I, I knew the sheen thing. I was like, Emilio! Emilio! <laughs> um oh we got we got do you guys want to take a gamble on something real quick? Always. All right. 
gamble every yeah. day, bro. Well, review. Do we get some reviews or comments? We got we got two reviews. Well, there's one. There's a quick one. I'll do the quick one. The podcast is sick. Great podcast. Doug hooked up with my mom. Don't really care though, to be honest. <laughs> I saw you put that on your story. I was laughing at that. I I uh, I was like, damn, I forgot. I didn't realize I'd forgotten to read it. I'm like, I have to put this up. It's perfect. So anyway, <laughs> it's been read. Doug hooked up with my mom. I don't really care though, to be honest. T B H. Where is the this listener tools? Oh, is this? Can I play the voicemail from here? Yes. All right. Oh. I have a Broncos tattoo, and I, I want to die. <laughs> 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 that is called gambling and winning. That is gambling on a voicemail you have not listened to. Oh, you didn't listen to it? You have not pre-screened it. You're just like, hey, this could be this could be some really terrible stuff being said here. And no, it was the funniest fucking thing. I'm never I'm never not letting a voicemail ever again. Um we need, yeah, we need voicemails, dude. So anyway, voicemail. that was a voicemail from from Aaron. So shout out Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> when, I wonder what he got. When, when, when did he get the Broncos tattoo? I'm like, I'm sitting here, I'm looking at a five-second voicemail, and I'm like, there. There can't be any value to this. How wrong you were. And I was <sighs> so wrong. Aaron. That's great. Well, sir. You can cover up tattoos, right? You can get something covered up over it. Like Yeah, it depends on the tattoo, right? So we just need a we need a uh we need a, a picture. Trev, in the uh. in the ta- in the tattoo uh community. Uh-huh. When somebody gets their entire arm just blacked out, what what are we doing there? They are bored, right? You only have so much skin. And so either A, they are blacking out uh, tattoos they regret getting, like racist things or naked things or big dicks or, you know, people get all sorts of stuff, stupid tattoos. Sure. Or they that's now the next chapter in their tattooing, which is fully black and then once that happens they start tattooing over that sometimes so i think isn't it just like oh i want it to be the most miserable situation when i'm in the sun maybe the, yeah. like everything all blacked out it's like oh i just want to have a terrible day in the sun with yeah, my arm completely be, covered and just just just, just <laughs> feel like sunburn all the time oh yeah, yeah some, some people do it for the pain there's a lot of different reasons people do it. Well, I think Aaron with, the, Aaron with the Broncos tattoo was not anticipating the pain. No, that that to me, that's probably like a, a calf tattoo. Or that's the one. one. That's one he has. <laughs> like, maybe he's got like three, and one of them's like Broncos tattoo. He has oh. a, it's, this. It's probably visible. Or even worse, even worse, it's a forearm tattoo. Uh, calf tattoos are the worst. If it's if that's all you have, yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you're running out of space, obviously you're going to eventually... You get to your legs. Uh Yeah. Right? But, like, the guy walking through Walmart with just the calf tattoo. Yeah. Oof. Go to hell. (laughs) It's... It's... If I remember correctly, if I remember correctly, not Joe, that is the location you were thinking about getting a tattoo. Was I? I remember having that conversation with you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's good. (laughs) Thank God. (laughs) Uh, Dude, I'll tell you what. How funny would that be if Aaron has, like, the swing, the dildo swing tattooed? (laughs) Like, if that's it. That we'll would be a good. We'll, that would be a good. We'll, we'll pay for it if he gets it. Right. Yeah, could we? T- could we turn? Is we need a picture of what he's got. Yeah. Can we turn it into a dildo swing? Yeah. Can we turn it into Cyclops? Yeah. We we need to turn it into a pegging machine. Yeah. Pegging contraption, rather, because there's no mechanical value there. But I mean, yeah. it could be. Hey, hey, who knows? Hey. It could be. Hey. You, yeah. you know, <laughs> I can just see Aaron right now going. You know what? The, this is such a miserable season that I think just letting these guys pay to have a dildo tattooed on my arm is actually better it's it's a step up from yeah actually there, claiming there's, there's the potential for you know potential virality involved yeah i mean I you'll mean, definitely make it on like at least nfl me you'll, you'll make it on barstool for sure yeah little time lapse of your broncos tattoo being turned into some kind of you know mechanical dildo yeah well, I mean, so let's be accurate. It needs to be the dildo swing. The right. yeah, the the pegging swing. Yes, yeah. yes. Not just any dildo machine, because there's a plethora. Yeah, but again, you get that bronco head at the head of the dildo. Right. Let's ride. Right. Let's ride on the swing. Yeah, Broncos. and a neon light, a neon right light in the background that says "Let's ride." Yeah. Yeah. Here's what we want you to do. We just want to take you. We want you to take this this tattoo of uh, your favorite football team, right? And we want you to turn it into a tattoo of a sex dungeon. <laughs> we'll pay for it. Yeah, I got. I, I got five on it. Let's do it. I'll put, I'll put something down. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron, send Nacho a picture of your you tattoo to... and see what we can work with. When you, when you're, yeah, my wife got a raise. Like we can, we can float some of this. Um, when, uh, I mean, when it, you it, go in though, you have to. Or to good, be decent size and quality. It's about a thousand bucks. Yeah, I, I can, uh, for a, for just for the simple, I want the video of him walking in and go, yeah, I need to turn this Broncos tattoo into a sex dungeon. Right. And I'm <laughs> saying the guys on this podcast asked me to. Right. Or no, no, because because maybe we could be liable. Maybe we don't ask them to. We have to. We say, listen, it's the only way you're getting on that. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I don't know if that's worse. We have to look into. The, none of what we've said here is legally binding in any way. We've not made any of financial course. offers to anybody. Yes. Uh, yeah. I am heavily <laughs> under the influence, so anything I say does not go. That being <laughs> that being said. DM me, maybe we can work something out. <laughs> Wink. Oh man. All right. I don't know. I don't even I don't even want to read this review now. I don't know how to I don't know what's in the review other than it's five stars, but it's not gonna be I have a Broncos tattoo and I want to die. Um 
So, I mean, first and greatest voicemail we've ever gotten. Yeah, good start. Yellow mustard is good on hot dogs. That's the title. Boy, don't even fucking read it. Fuck this guy. Don't read it. Well, well, (laughs) let's give him a chance. Let's hear him out. No, they don't deserve it. (laughs) This has been by far my favorite podcast for almost two years. I don't know how one could be any more perfect. The boys know football, which makes listening to their NFL conversation not only fun, but educational. The part that really makes this pod special, though, is the tangents. Every few podcasts, not Joe, Trevor, and Doug talk about something completely off topic for 30 or so minutes, like what kind of mustard is best or what hobbies Russell Wilson likes to get into at home. Uh, (laughs) That's that's a segue right there. Also, as a Seahawks fan, one of my favorite parts of the podcast is when Nacho panics about the Niners, such as right after the CMC trade. That that happened. Uh, That makes me happy asshole all in all the boys have obvious passion for the sport and their friendship leading to a podcast listening experience as fun as if i were in the conversation myself this podcast is funny relatable and the best thing on this app i snuck in a few oxford commas for trevor hey man that's just you know that's a good one that's a good review did he though i mean yeah yeah he did yeah funny relatable comment and the best thing on this app fucker Very nice review, though. Very nice review. Yeah, it was very nice. Very nice. Okay. Very nice. Appreciate it. Yellow mustard sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking child. <laughs> hold, hold on, real quick. I have a Broncos tattoo, and I, I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> Can you put uh, that on a button so we could just play that randomly? I like can do do we do do people do ringtones anymore? No, but no 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 that needs to be like a button you push like on a wacky morning show. Soundboard. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I can I can make that a sound on uh um yeah, download. Here, hold on. Hold on. StreamYard, Trevor, great call. Uh <laughs> brand. Uh background music, ad music. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, fucking I have a Broncos tattoo. <laughs> and, uh, I wanna die. <laughs> I have Oh man. Aaron, don't harm yourself. Yeah, of course. We're we're taking don't, that like, in. You're not seriously thinking that way. We're... Right. Uh, yeah. Also, not, and listen, people love you. Uh, it'll get better. You know, call me if you need anything. But Russell, also, Russell Wilson if, does not if, love if, you. Though. If, if something happens to you, I can't use this sound in good conscience anymore. And I really want to use that sound. So, please. Everything's going to be okay. Just, just don't hurt yourself. Yeah. Oh so, man. Okay. So have a Broncos tattoo. <laughs> I want to. No. Okay. So it's the pause for me. <laughs> after yeah. tattoo. Die. The, uh, we'll, just, we'll do it. I have a Broncos tattoo, tattoo. And I'll, I want to die. The yeah. little stutter there. I have a Broncos little, tattoo. I, I, I want to no, die. I want to die. Uh, there, see, man, 
Timing is everything. That good, guy's like good comedic timing. Of like John Belushi and Will Ferrell. I love it. That's what the kids say these days, though. Yeah, just you know, I'm dead. I want to die. Yeah. yeah, no, of course not. Trevor, so, Hall of Fame, a great suggestion for making it a button. And uh, I would have thought that I didn't know how to make it a button if I hadn't been fucking around things with things like last week. So, boom, it's a button. A team effort. Aaron, Trevor, Doug, everybody. Just give fucking pat yourself on the back. Bravo. I mean it. (laughs) Um, What else are we doing? What other segments do we have? We read the review. We did that. I think we're good. Gucci, somebody man. asked if somebody asked if uh if uh, oh somebody suggested we do a follower of the week thing and uh the guy who suggested it should probably win it sure. except for the fact that aaron just called in <laughs> with the yeah. best fucking voicemail i've ever heard yep. so Anyways. aaron uh and as if you if you need another reason to go on it's because you're our follower of the week thanks i aaron. like it Thanks, man. Yeah, you got you got to submit a great review, good good voicemail. You got to contribute to the show to be a follower of the week. I think I think that's the main criteria for me. I'm not I'm, sure what scale you guys are on. I'm with I'm with that. I'm with that. But interact. You interact. You're gonna get follower of the week. Yeah. Yeah, we fucks with that hard hardcore. <laughs> uh, I think that only leaves. It's been a while. Doug, do you remember the the theme song? I got it. Oh, okay. So wait a second. We can just turn this into a button. I don't have to do this fucking once a week at (laughs) 2 in the morning with my my dog just judging me. Now we we can. I will will pull (laughs) this one. This one, Doug. I will pull out. I will make it a button. Yeah, it's got to be a good one, though. We'll record a couple. I mean, you can go back. I've had some good ones. If this one no, is this is gonna, whatever we get from this one is going to be the one. Oh, shit. All right, I'm going to stand up. <laughs> oh, let me blow my nose. No, no, no. Does this mean we're going to be All right. Trevor's Hockey Corner. Oh, oh, there we go. Doug was perfect. Good job, Doug. Boom. That's fucking just performance under pressure right there. Good job, Doug. (laughs) (laughs) Doug, Doug realizing, wait, this could have been a fucking button this whole time. Yeah, turns out. Turns out. I thought you liked doing this. No, I do. I'm revisiting now. We have to start out with my favorite time of uh, of year. Obviously, it's the beginning of hockey season. New hope. Uh, Bad teams can be good. Good teams can be bad. It's wonderful. But I must say, on top of the fucking world, as the first Islander Ranger game came out very heavily in the Islander favor, three nothing. Uh, Lots. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. 
That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.